Justice Breyer has the opinion of the Court this morning in Case 17765, United States versus Stitt, and the consolidated case. It is a federal law called the Armed Career Criminal Act, which applies to people who are convicted of unlawfully possessing a firearm. Now, the Act requires a sentencing judge to impose a minimum 15-year prison term if that firearms offender has three prior convictions for certain crimes, which it then lists. Prior convictions that qualify on that list uh, include convictions for burglary, arson, and extortion, and we here consider the meaning of the term burglary as it appears in that Federal Act. Does that word include a conviction under Tennessee law for burglary of a, quote, structure, quote, such as a mobile home, a trailer, or a tent, or of a, quote, vehicle, when that structure or vehicle is, quote, designed or adapted for the overnight accommodation of persons? Does it include a conviction under Arkansas law? for burglary of a, quote, vehicle, building, or other structure, quote, that is, quote, customarily used for overnight accommodation of a person. We conclude that that federal word in the federal statute, burglary, does include crimes that fall within either of these state definitions. We base our analysis upon an earlier case, Taylor versus United States, In Taylor, we held that the Act, the Armed Career Criminal Act, requires us to evaluate a prior state conviction in terms of how the state law defines the offense, not in terms of how an individual offender committed the offense on a particular occasion. So we looked at the definition of the offense. And we held that Congress intended the word in the federal statute, burglary, to include all state crimes that meet the description of what we called, in that opinion, generic burglary. And we said about generic burglary that it includes at least the common law definition, at least, namely breaking and entering a dwelling at night with intent to commit a felony, but we added it has to include more. That, we thought, is because limiting the definition to dwellings would have, quote, little relevance to modern law enforcement concerns, end quote. We made clear that the definition must reflect instead, quote, the generic sense in which the term was used in the criminal codes of most states. And given the Act's purpose, it must include some ordinary run-of-the-mill burglaries and not just aggravated burglaries. We held that the elements of generic burglary under the Federal Act are, quote, an unlawful or unprivileged entry into or remaining in a building or other structure with intent to commit a crime. We now conclude that the relevant language in both the Tennessee and Arkansas statutes falls within the scope of genetic burglary, as Taylor defined it, For one thing, when Congress included the word burglary in the statute in 1986, a majority of state burglary statutes did cover vehicles adapted or customarily used for lodging, either explicitly or defining building or structure to include those vehicles. And Congress, as we said in Taylor, saw burglary as an inherently dangerous crime because 
burglary, quote, creates the possibility of a violent confrontation, quote, between the burglar and an occupant or someone who comes to investigate. An offender who breaks into a mobile home, an RV, a camping tent, or another vehicle or structure that is adapted or customarily used for lodging runs a similar and sometimes a greater risk of violent confrontation. Respondent replies that some of our prior decisions, including Taylor and Mathis, described certain vehicles as falling outside the scope of generic burglary, but in those cases we did not consider the question presented here, whether statutes that prohibit burglary of structures or vehicles that are designed, adapted, or customarily used for overnight accommodation qualify as generic burglary. And as we said, uh, we now address that question, and we hold that they do. There are several other arguments to the contrary. But we don't find them strong enough to outweigh the factors we just mentioned, and we discuss all these matters further in our opinion. For these reasons, we reverse a contrary judgment of the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals in the Kiss-Stitt case. And we remand to the A Circuit in Sims so that it can consider, if appropriate, a different part of the Arkansas burglary statute that I haven't discussed yet, covering a vehicle, quote, where any person lives, end quote. That hasn't been considered by the lower courts.